Hey, good morning, everybody. So let's open up our Bibles together today, John chapter 18. John chapter 18, we're going to kind of look a little bit at something we we talked about last week briefly. Uh, Get myself situated here, sorry about that. Last week we looked at you know, Pontius Pilate, the, the, the civil trial of Jesus and, and some of the things that he said, behold the man, look at him. And he said, behold, consider, look at your king, Jesus, the king, the king of kings, the king overall. And, and I think, uh, you know, the message was, is he our king? Is he really the king in my life? That one who rules over me, who's the sovereign, the monarch, the royalty, the majesty. What shall we do? Pontius Pilate also said, what shall we do with Jesus who, who is called the Christ? What are we going to do with Jesus? And that's the question of the ages. What have you and I done with him? Is he, is he truly the Lord and Savior and King of our lives? That's kind of where it all gets down to. This man, Jesus, who came to the earth. Today, one of the things that Pontius Pilate also said that's kind of been reverberating through the ages is this idea of what is truth. Let's read. We're going to look at verses 37 and 38 today. Chapter 18, verses 37 and 38. Pontius Pilate said, you are a king then. Jesus had said, my kingdom is, is not of this world. He says, you are a king then. And Jesus answered, you are right in saying, I am a king. In fact, For this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth, Pilate asked. And with this he went out again to the Jews, and he said, I find no basis for a charge against him. This is an important question, isn't it? Webster's, as you see on the screen, Webster's defines uh, truth as the body of real things, events, and facts, or actuality and fact. This is what truth is. This is the, what is true, what is real. So in, in our day and age, and, and this has kind of been developing not just in the last year or two, but over the last, say, 15 or 20 years, this idea of relative truth. And so I want to ask the question, is truth relative or is truth fixed? Is there such a thing as absolute truth or or is truth kind of like this nebulous kind of ever-changing thing? And I guess the the follow-on question is this, does it matter? Does it matter? I want to say to you, yes, it does matter. It matters an awful lot because not only in this life, but in the life to come, truth matters. Where, Where do you and I go to find the truth? Do we go to the media? A couple of little laughs there. You know, <clears throat> I found this article in 1995. This is going back a few years in the Harvard Business Review. And, and uh, this person said this. The, the title of his article was this, Why the News is Not the Truth. And it went in, you know, to talk about, you know, the misinformation and disinformation and, and all the different things about the, the truth of, of, in the media and the news. We, we all know, 
at least we should know that you can't necessarily trust just what you see in your TV set. We have kind of gotten conditioned, though, that if it's there, it's true. It's real. But you know what? There, I, I have to you know, tell you that there is, you know, depends on which channel you listen to. The bias is going to be over here on this side, and the bias is going to be over here on this side for someone else. You know, the, the, they have agendas. They have their you know, purposes. How about the government? Is that where you're going to go to get your truth? Government is always true. No matter who's in power, right? Isn't isn't that the case? Government is always true. You know, I don't care which party you belong to or believe in, there's, there's a problem there. There's a problem. It used to be, science was another one where it used to be, you know, if you wanted to get the truth, you could go to look to science. But now I think even that is becoming, you know, uh, politicized and, you know, depending on where it's, you know, coming from. Is it really the truth or is it something they want you to believe is the truth? We, so, so we have a problem in this society, in this world that we live in. Where are we going to get the truth? GotQuestions.org said almost 2,000 years ago, truth was put on trial and judged by people who were devoted to lies. Pontius Pilate's question has reverberated down through history and in a postmodern world that denies that truth can be no, the question is more important now than ever. I think that is so true. I think that is so true. And, and what we're looking at here today, and, and the context is what? The context of these words that we're talking about today, what is true? The context is the trial of Jesus. To get to the truth, that's what a trial usually is. They want to get to the truth. And, you know, everybody brings out all the evidence and the quote-unquote facts, and, and each one's building their case about what the actual truth is in a situation, in a case. The truth... The trial of Jesus, the truth is about who he is. This is where truth starts. The truth about who Jesus Christ is, this is where Pilate is bringing up this question. The truth about God, the truth about mankind. These are the answers that you and I need to know the truth about. We need to know the truth about heaven. We need to know the truth about all things. Now, the Greek, the Greek word uh, is a, a word, aletheia. Aletheia. And it literally means not hidden. Truth is something that is not hidden, that's always there, that it's always open and available for all to see. It's there. Now, I, I, I tend to think when I'm looking at this, when I'm thinking about this, is that truth is something that's objective. It's just true. It is, you see. It's reality, what's true in fact. But what we have done is we have made truth subjective. And what I mean by that, it's, it's what we feel or think, that's what will affect what the truth actually is. But does that change the truth? Look what Jesus said there in verse 80, uh, 37, chapter 18. He says, I came into the world to testify to what? To the truth. 
That's what Jesus came to do, is to give us the truth. So if you and I, if we want to know the truth, we will listen to him. He says that everyone on the side of truth listens to me. If you and I want to know the truth about all things, not just about religion, but about life, about human nature, about the battle that we face, about the world around us, we need to listen to Jesus. That's why he's saying about that, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He said, everyone who is on the side of truth listens to me. And, and you know what? I, I think there is this bouncing back and forth, but, but it's open. It's open to anyone who would want to hear, who would want to know the truth. So, so, so we ask the question, do we, do I want, really want to know the truth? There are certain things in life you know, where, where we just don't want to know. I don't want to know what the truth really is because I'm afraid of it. Because it could hurt me, I think. But you know, the truth is always the best thing, isn't it? I, I was uh, at a yard sale a couple of weeks ago. I know that doesn't surprise you. But I, I had, a, a, you know, I had a, a large bill in, in my wallet, and I said, okay, uh, can you break this? And she said, yeah, okay. And she starts counting out the money and everything, and, and she gives me uh, what I gave her plus another $20. And I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and, and I said, let's start all over again. Okay, here's what I'm giving you. And then this is, and we gave her back a bunch. This is the change for that. Now I need to pay you for what the item is that I'm buying from you. The truth of the matter is well, she gave me too much money. But, you know, I could say, well, you know what? I could walk away and say what? And she says, boy, thank you for being honest. I said, like, what, what are you going to do? You know, cheaters don't prosper. Truth will prevail in the end. Truth is the right thing in the end, isn't it? Isn't that what we want, the truth? Some of the responses of the people in this situation were, no, not him. We have no king but Caesar. And they said, what? Crucify him. You're going to crucify him for telling the truth? You're going to crucify him for being the truth? Pontius Pilate says, what is truth? What is truth? Now, I, I wonder, did, did Pontius Pilate really want to know the truth? Do you think he did? I don't know. It, in, in one sense, it doesn't seem to be the case because he asked the question and then he walked away. Didn't he? That he walked away, went out to the crowd. He left Jesus. He asked the question to Jesus and then walks away. I think there's, there's a, there, perhaps you could uh, sense this cynical or skeptical kind of uh, tone in his voice. You know, what, what is truth, you know? And, and isn't that what it's like today? Like, what is truth? Like, there, there isn't any truth. It's like this skeptic, skepticism. It's, it's kind of the same today. Uh, David Guzik pointed out this, that to Pontius Pilate, however, Rome was truth. And Caesar was truth. The, the political power was truth. Not that they were true, but that was what the truth is. And, and I wonder, isn't that even true today? That's what we see, the, you know, the, 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 these concepts and theories that those are truth, even though there's no truth in them, but that is the truth. But I, I have to say that, that we, we need to look and see where we get our truth. In fact, 
the truth was standing right in front of him. Isn't that, isn't that right? Why do I say that? John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but th- except through me. So Jesus, he's, he, he proclaimed himself as being the truth. He, he had said that, that he would testify to the truth. He would speak the truth, tell the truth, and everyone on the side of truth would listen to him. But he also said that he himself was the truth. So the truth is standing right in front of Pontius Pilate, and he's going, what is truth? And it's right there. It's right there standing in front of him. And, and so, so often we're, we're, we're searching. We want to know what the truth is. And it's standing right there in front of us. David Gusick also said this. He said, in our day, many things are true only on the basis of personal preference or perspective. All truth is personal, individual. There's no true truth about God. There's only my truth and your truth, and one, and one is as good as the other. But that's not what Jesus was declaring. He was saying that his was the truth because he is the truth. Now, you're going to say, well, oh, you know, that's like so narrow-minded. That's so, you know, closed. But, but that's what Jesus spoke about. That's how Jesus, you know, communicated We are, we are all on all these, you know, buzzwords about, you know, tolerance and inclusion. We want everybody to be happy. We want, we want all to, to, you know, to work out. But, but the truth is, when you start to have that kind of an attitude, it's, it's almost self-contradicting that everything is okay. But then it comes out that everything is okay, but what you believe is not okay because you don't believe that everything is okay. You see, it's this weird thing that begins to happen. So where are you going to go and find the truth? Who are you going to listen to? Tom Brokaw? He's not even on the TV anymore. I still know his name. You you, you know, you have your favorite newscasters and they get on there and tell you this and tell you that. I'm not saying that everything they're they're saying is is not true, but where are you and I as, as believers going to go to find the truth? We need, we need to go to Jesus himself. We need to, to find out what the truth is because, because the, the question is this, where does truth come from? Where does truth come from? And I read some interesting articles about this is, is that it comes from the very nature, the very character of God himself because he is the God of truth. He is the God who cannot lie. Now, can we say that about Satan? No, because he's the father of lies. The lying is his native language. Can you say that about mankind? We are prone to lie. You you don't have to teach a a child, a a baby growing up, how to lie. They just somehow kind of know how to do it. We're prone to that. But God himself, he cannot lie. Look at Hebrews chapter 6. God has given both his promise and his oath, it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us, a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Truth 
We want the truth. We need to, we need to know where it comes from. Uh, Paul the Apostle said that, that uh, he was an apostle of, of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth, which accords with godliness in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. You see, truth, uh, it, it comes from God himself, from the very character of God, from the very nature of of who God is. He cannot lie. He does not lie. Jesus said it back in eight, chapter 18, verse 37. He says, For this reason I came, I came into the world. I was born to testify to the truth, the truth of who he is and, and the truth of, of what we really, really need in this life. What's most important? What is important? Is it the stuff of this world? Is it, is it what, uh, you know, the messages that we're getting bombarded with over and over? And, and that has gotten worse and worse. So you, don't tell me you, you, if you have a phone, you don't know that they're bombarding you with messages. And somehow they know what you want. Have you noticed that? You look for something and then it starts popping up all over your phone, all over your computer. That's not a devil doing that, by the way. That is just the fact they're tracking what you look at and what you... It's just, it's just the way it works. But John said that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I, 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 I want to point you back to the Bible. I'm running out of time. I can see that. But I want to point you back to the Scripture because this is how you and I know the truth. It's through this book, you see, it's, it's listening and reading and being a part, that this is a part of our lives. You know, so many people, they, you know, they get taken in by all these things, but because they don't know what God's word says. They, they get sucked into all these different things. They don't know what the scriptures teach. Isn't that what Jesus said in John 8? He said, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And what? You will know the truth. And the truth will set you free if you listen to his words. He said in John 17 that sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Paul talking to Timothy, who was a, a pastor, and he told him to preach the word. He, he told him to be ready in season, out of season, use the word to correct and rebuke and to encourage. He said, for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth. And, and, and that is happening even now, you know, because we don't know what God's scripture, we don't, we don't know what God's word says. We don't know what the truth is. It's not so important that we understand everything that's going on in society. It's what's really important is what we know what's going on in God's word and what God is speaking through his word to you and I. That is what's going to get us through this life. A few more things I want to point out to you. Romans chapter 1 says this, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. This is a wicked world, people, that we live in, and truth is being suppressed. 
It's not being brought forth. It's not being brought out. So you and I know, need to know what the word of God says. In Romans chapter 1, it also says they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. And they worshiped and served created things rather than the creator. They, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. And I want to tell you today that, that the world that we live in today, it's not a world that worships God. We need to be careful where we get our truth from. It's not the society around us. It's not, it doesn't matter what country you live in. It doesn't matter what part of society you're a part of. A future that uh, comes up is this. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles. Signs and wonders. They're not true. They're counterfeit. And in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. But notice this. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. And so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. What is truth? Pilate said. Jesus said he is the truth. If you want to know the truth, if you want to stay on top of the truth, open up the book. That's what he said. You'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. What did Jesus say? He said he came to testify to the truth. That's where we need to be uh, to, 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 to have our focus, our, our lives focused upon us. What is Jesus saying? Not what is the world saying? Do I need to know all that stuff? That doesn't mean we, we put our heads in the sand, but... but you know, to be, to be uh, adjusted people, we need to be following what Jesus had to say. Later on, John's testimony was this. Uh, John the Apostle said this. He said that, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear my children are walking in the truth. The Spirit of God will guide you into all truth. John chapter 16 says, Psalm 51, David's psalm. By the way, the Hebrew word is emeth and, uh, for, for truth, and it literally means firmness or constancy. This truth is something that is strong. It's like that tower. It's like that uh, anchor for the soul that holds us. And, 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 and David said in Psalm 51, uh, after David had, you know, gotten himself in all kinds of trouble, you know the story. And Psalm 51 is his psalm of repentance. And this is what he says, Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. God wants there to be truth within, within us. He wants his truth within us. And he will give it to us. Uh, David also said in Psalm 25, guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my savior. My hope is in you all day long. What is truth? Where are you going to find the truth in this world, in your life? In, in your life as a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to say to you, the truth comes from him. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, the king, King of Kings. Jesus said, For this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens 
to me. Let's pray together, shall we? Our gracious Heavenly Father, we, we look to you this morning and, and we are uh, so confused really by the world and all the different voices and messages and, and one side says this and one side says that. And, but Lord, uh, where does peace come? It, it comes from focusing on you. That's where peace comes. Knowing that you are the way and the truth and the life and and that through you we have access to the Father, the God of truth, the Spirit of truth, the Son of God who is the truth. Father, there's so much cynicism, skepticism in our world today and It's just hard. It's hard sometimes to navigate it. But I know what you desire is a heart that seeks after you. And we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And and all the other things will be added. All the stuff will be sorted out and made clear. The things we need will be provided for us. We seek your kingdom your righteousness, where you reign as king. Jesus, you've called us to a different life. You've called us to a, a, a life that is not the same as the world, and you've called us to live and follow you and to listen to your voice. You said that your sheep hear your voice, listen to your voice, and follow you. Father, help us to do that, Lord. Help us to be still and know that you are God. And everything else is in submission to you. Everything else is beneath you, below you. You are God. Father, I pray for any maybe today are are battling with one thing or another. and, and, And we pray that you, I pray that you would guide them in your truth and show them your way direct them Lord as Psalm 23 says lead us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake Lord I also pray for any maybe that don't have any peace because the world and and the flesh and the enemy is just the battle is fierce and 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 you need to know that Jesus is the peace. He is our peace. And you can have peace. Perfect peace for all those who focus, all those who keep their hearts set on you. So I, I, I ask you today, if, if that's you, just give your heart to Jesus today. Don't, don't wait another minute. If you want to know the truth, Jesus is the truth, and, and let him into your life and heart today. Jesus, bless your people, I pray today. Let them know, let them walk in the truth that, that as John said, there's no greater joy to, than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's all stand and sing together, shall we?